Open Secrets wrote to us a little bit earlier in the day to tell us about the action that they're bringing back. But I think the Financial Mail actually put it best. It says, the ghosts of South Africa's multi-billion rand arms deal have once again returned to haunt the judges who were tasked with investigating. We know that this was a scandal, the multi-billion rand arms deal, that uh, it began, the procurement began well over 20 years ago. And of course, uh, we, we've seen it haunt us in, in a way that has intermittently weakened our, our social cohesion and, and the national fiber of this country over the years. Uh, you know, it, in, in many ways, it's described as a process that really weakened democracy uh, and, and was also perhaps the, the sowing of the seeds of corruption potentially in our, in our democratic South Africa. Now, what Henny van Fieren, as, as a representative of uh, Open Secrets, uh, is doing, as well as Paul Holden, uh, they've been working together to, to look at the actual arms deal inquiry that Judge Willie Siriti ran. And they are alleging that not everything is as it should have been. The fact that Judge Willie Siriti closed this case saying that uh, there was no wrongdoing whatsoever uh, to them is suspicious because they know of at least two cases, one involving Tony Yongeni and one involving Shabir Sheikh, in which they were found guilty of corruption. So how is it that the other judgment does not cohere with this? And so they've gone to the, the Judicial Service Commission and they've asked the Chief Justice to look into this matter and to particularly look at the work of uh, these two judges, Judge Hendrik Musi and Judge Willy Siriti. Henny van Fieren, the Director of Open Secrets, joins me now. Henny, good afternoon to you and thanks for your time. Why are you dredging this up so many years later? Thanks so much, Sharon. Um, you know, we, this is really not a question just of dredging up. These are, these are not only facts, uh, but the, the outcome of this process of the cover-up of the corruption is felt by millions of South Africans today. We shouldn't forget that this deal, according to new research, um, that our organizations and Open Secrets and Shadow World Investigations are the one who brought this matter, not us in our individual capacities, but our organizations have shown that 142 billion rand was spent on those weapons, and we are still paying that money off until October this year. So far from being a historical fact, it's something that continues to plague us today. And if we had that money, we would, for example, have been able to allow every South African to access a basic income grant of about 1,200 grand a month for a full year during the COVID crisis. Um, but ultimately, Joanne, um, you know, we, we take this you know, piece by piece. We know that right now the NPA is busy with the prosecution of the French arms company Talis and former President Jacob Zuma for their, uh, for their involvement in corruption in the arms deal. And certainly we believe that they are starting to open up investigations into some of the other big European arms companies and their local money men here in South Africa. But the, the, the going back to the, you know, the story of today, this judicial, judicial the complaints that the Judicial Services Commission uh, concerning the conduct of these two judges concerned the cover-up. And it was a cover-up that threatened the integrity of the judiciary in this country. Judges uh, Siriti, who chaired the commission, and Musi sat for a period of almost four years, a commission that probably cost the country about 150 million rand. And we have been able to show through detailed evidence that we collected that the judges simply ignored the evidence of corruption that was put before them. Um, they did not uh, call key witnesses, uh, large companies and others to come and ask, answer any, any hard questions. And last year, when Corruption Watch and the Right to Know campaign challenged the outcome of uh, the Siriti Commission, the High Court effectively overturned the findings by saying uh, uh, that, uh, you know, that they hold no water. Um, and in that process, many documents were made available to us and to civil society. And those documents show 
for example, that the judges may well have lied. In other words, they received information from authorities in the United Kingdom and the United States, which they never reported on in their final report. Um, and that was actual tangible evidence uh, of corruption found in other jurisdictions where they said there was no corruption. And, and so what we've done is we've both made a complaint to Chief Justice Mohen Mohen, asking him to to consider, uh, uh, you know, and I think very important it is obviously his decision that the Chief Justice would then hand this matter over to the Judicial Services Commission. And equally, we've suggested that there are issues here that would demand the attention of the NPA and a potential prosecution of these judges uh, for their conduct. I mean, this is a, a huge allegation that, that you are bringing forward, but of course you, your, your allegation comes with a lot of evidence at this point as well. I, I see that Paul Holden has told the Financial Mail he believes Sariti and Musi should be impeached. Indeed, I think that that is correct. We've done so with great care and we do that with, you know, this is, I think these are very serious allegations. There are some people um, amongst us who I think are prepared to make, um, you know, to, to shoot from the hip when alleging things of judges. We've had to consider this issue as organizations for the last couple of years and have thought through it very carefully and have looked at the evidence. And, you know, we feel compelled um, to act on this. Uh, we've seen no one in, uh, no one at least within the, for example, the, the Department of Justice and others could have referred this matter if they wished to. And in fact, the silence is the type of silence that has um, has uh, bolstered the, the elites who have been involved in corruption in the arms deal because they can act, quite frankly, with impunity. So it really is left now to civil society um, to bring the evidence to the Judicial Services Commission and for, the, for, the, for us to demand that there is action. Um, it cannot be allowed that we have another commission of inquiry uh, and there can be an, uh, a, a cover-up. But we mustn't forget that, Joanne, commissions of inquiry, whether it's into the massacre at Marikana or life SED many, that they can play an important role in at least uncovering some of the facts um, of alleged crimes. We see that the John Zondo Commission right now, uh, but what we saw at the Sariti Commission was effectively a low point, I think, for the judiciary in a democratic South Africa. And I think a culture, we must be clear that in a democratic South Africa, many judges have fought, you know, worked very hard uh, in order to foster a culture of, in, uh, of integrity that has been significantly undermined by the, by the actions uh, of these judges. Henny van Furen, thank you so much for speaking to me this evening. He is the director of Open Secrets.